Zach Blackerby, Lindsey Crosby here with you. We're now joined via the WANI hotline this morning by Opelika City Administrator Joey Motley. Joey, good morning. How are you? Doing great. How are you this morning? Doing well. Doing well. Um, yeah, if you would, uh, take us through uh, the work session um, agenda this evening. We have just a couple of items to, uh, that are on the agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, one is a request to advertise for a public hearing for rezoning of 3.96 acres on uh, the Robert Trent Jones Trail. Um, this development, uh, which started many years ago now, has uh, uh, expanded, and they still have a lot of land out there to uh, to build on and, and uh, develop this PUD. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of leeway in a PUD on, on how they want to do things. But once a uh, development is approved, then uh, it, it, it is what it is. And then they'll come back and make changes over the years. It's not uncommon at all for this to happen. Right. But they've come in and they've uh, an additional four acres that's become available that adjoins that property uh, that they've purchased and they want to make it part of the PUD. Mm-hmm. So uh, what it means is they'll they'll end up building more houses than than they had originally planned, and so uh, which is all good news. Uh, there's a lot of houses in Opelika. There's a lot of houses, and there's a lot of houses being built, which is all great news. But uh, the Robert Trent Jones uh, out out at Grand National uh, has been a wonderful development. And uh, I think I don't know of anybody that lives out there that doesn't like it. It's, it's just a great, great development. Uh, it's, it's very, very nice. Uh, lots of options, different size houses and things out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, anyway, this will be considered. It comes with a, uh, a unanimous uh, positive recommendation from the Planning Commission. So uh, uh, that will be there for discussion. And to move over to the regular agenda, uh, if they uh, agree. And then there's a uh, uh, under ordinances, there's an ordinance to approve an option to purchase an easement with vertical bridge acquisitions. First reading. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened was back in 2018, uh, EcoSite uh, is a company that uh, they lease property from from people and, and municipalities and, and uh, entities to put up cell towers, and then they sell cell tower space uh, on that tower. And so uh, we had, uh, over at the end of Bay Court, kind of in behind, uh, off of Fruitland, I believe, and it's um, uh, an old site that the city owned 13 acres there, and it's tucked in behind, kind of behind Glenn Smith, uh, in that area, mm-hmm. um, it's an area that you you have probably never been on and probably never will be on. But we we did a lease with them, and uh, it was a thirty year lease. Well, they merged with uh, Vertical Bridge, uh, bought them, and now Vertical Bridge wants to buy up the lease uh, for a lump sum total of four hundred eighteen thousand uh, dollars instead of paying us uh, the monthly charge. And so uh, we've run the numbers and, and, and been in negotiations with them, and uh, I believe it's a consensus that uh, it, it's it's the right thing to do. It takes all the risk away from the city mm-hmm. as to whether this company will be there, whether cell towers will be needed in the future, that kind of thing. And uh, 
And you say, well, well, maybe they will always need cell towers. Well, you know, we didn't even have cell towers 30 years ago. So uh, who knows what's going to happen in, in the future and what technology will bring. So this is just a, uh, a move on the city's part to go ahead and get our money up front, uh, basically, and then we'll, uh, we can use that for uh, whatever we need to use it for. The, uh, it'll go into the general fund. And so uh, that'll take us out of the, the, the loop on whether uh, another company buys up this acquisition group and, and going through this again. Uh, they approached us, Ecoside approached us uh, right after they got into the lease a year or so and wanted to buy it up. And uh, we, we didn't we didn't like the terms of that, and we just gotten into it. But looking at what's going on uh, in today's world, uh, we could get our hands on that money, and uh, and a lump sum, and don't have to worry about uh, the monthly payments and who who who's actually owning it. Uh, it it's a good uh, uh, good deal for us. We'll continue to own the land. Uh, it's just the uh, lease of the land, and they're they've paid thirty years uh, in advance. So. I think anybody who can get 30 years pay or 30 years rent or 30 years lease in advance, uh, it's kind of a pretty good deal. No, you take uh, that, absolutely. You, you, you take it. So that's what that's about, and uh, that'll be for first reading tonight. Uh, and that will get us through uh, the work session agenda. Okay, fantastic. We are joined this morning by Joey Motley talking about tonight's city council meeting for the city of Opelika this evening. We continue our conversation in just a moment right here on Auburn Opelika this morning. This is the Abbey Award-winning Auburn Opelika This Morning with Zach Blackerby. Zach and Lindsay, we are joined by Opelika City Administrator Joey Motley as we discuss tonight's city council meeting for the city of Opelika. And, uh, yeah, Joey, if you would, take us through the uh, the agenda and what you expect the regular meeting to look like this evening. Well, we're going to start with a bang tonight. We've got uh, several guests that will be there. We have the uh, the mayor's going to recognize the Boys and Girls State uh, track and field teams. Um, this is our Parks and Rec uh, group. Uh, they're very successful. I think uh, we had some individual uh, record setters. Uh, that participated in this, and then we uh, think there was a second and a third place finish. Mm -hmm. But uh, have a very, uh, very successful track program in Opelika. You know, we just recognized the high school for being uh, state champs, and uh, they have they have recorded several. I think someone was going to get up the the number. Uh, it's so many they can't remember how many in, in track and field over the last several years. And so this is a feeder program for that. Uh, uh, Patrice Lipscomb took the group um, and her coaches. And the mayor will, uh, I think there's going to be 40, 40 of them there tonight with mamas and daddies and aunts and uncles and grandmamas and granddads. And everybody's just proud of what they do and uh, how they represent Opelika and certainly want to recognize them for their uh, success. And um uh, you know, we do we do a lot of this type thing. We think it's very important to recognize um, the folks that represent Opelika and the achievements that they make. Um, then the next uh, recognition is going to uh, Police Officer Grant Gal uh, with a Lifesaver Award, and uh, this one's 
very short. I'm going to read it, Zach, if you don't mind. Sure. It says, on April, tw- on April 27, 2021, Officer Grant Gow responded to a single motor vehicle crash at the intersection of Waverly Parkway and Waverly Place. Upon arrival, Officer Gow observed that the vehicle had flipped and was lying stationary on the driver's side. After Gow made contact with the driver, who was suffering from an open compound fracture of both bones in his left arm, the womb appeared to have life-threatening bleeding, so Officer Gow quickly applied a tourniquet above the victim's elbow to stop the bleeding. Emergency personnel arrived and further treated the victim before transporting them to Piedmont Columbus Regional Midtown uh, in Columbus, Georgia. Uh, Officer Gow acted in a professional manner and saved the life of an individual that without prompt action would otherwise have been lost. And so uh, we certainly want to recognize uh, Officer Grant Gow and uh, his actions, quick thinking, um, and, and, and doing going above and beyond uh, in response to this. Uh, we're very proud of our police department. We are uh, we are in the process uh, of implementing our uh, We Together Opelika Community Policing Program, and uh, this is just all all part of what we're doing. We have extensive training that is going on. Uh, and, uh, you know, you can't, can't train this in somebody. People do this. Uh, people are police officers because it's a calling and firemen, uh, more so because it's a calling than a job. And so this is just evident and we see it from time to time. And we're, we're certainly glad to, uh, uh, recognize the police officer Grant Gow for his actions, uh, and saving this man's life or this person's life. Yeah. Uh, what a great story. Sure, and, and, and can't let things like that go without recognizing it. I mean, I'm 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 sorry. I, I hate that anything ever happens like that, and we miss it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, because we certainly do need to recognize those type of actions, um, and and I think we all can recognize uh, what. Uh, hopefully, everybody recognizes what police officers and firefighters uh, do on a regular basis. We recently had a firefighter that. Uh, help people escape through a window is actually catching some people out of a window. I don't think that's in his job description, you know? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, he certainly, he's, he probably would have thought twice if I was jumping out the window, whether he was going to try to catch me or not, but, uh, need a couple of them. But, uh, anyway, we're, we're, we're glad there. They take what they do very serious. And like I said, it's a, it's a calling. It's not a job. It's a calling and, and uh, a service that they, uh, they perform for uh, the community. Absolutely. And, uh, so, and then we're going to recognize the, the mayor has a proclamation for National Gun Violence Awareness Day. Uh, the gist of this is uh, making people aware that people, uh, there, there are certain people that don't need to own uh, guns, uh, that it uh, just brings it to light that, uh, um, it says gun violence prevention is more important than ever as the COVID-19 pandemic continues to exasperate gun violence <clears throat> after more than a year of increased gun sales, increased calls to suicide and domestic violence hotline, and increased in city gun violence. And so <clears throat> uh, this, is, uh, this is on June 4th. It's the Wear Orange Day, and the mayor's recognizing these folks' efforts to promote gun safety. Uh, and, um, 
I think we we all know that gun violence is is up, and uh, gun safety guns need to be stored away, and uh, uh, th- these people are, are bringing this to light. So the mayor is going to read that proclamation tonight, uh, and then we'll get into the to the regular meeting. Um, we have a couple of expense reports uh, from from different folks <clears throat> that uh, have attended some conferences or training. Um, we have a request for occupational fees paid in era. Uh, you know, we don't we don't send out a bill for occupational fees. Those are sent in, and people that work under 1099s or they work on jobs where they do delivery, and all their job may not be in Opelika. Uh, sometimes they'll pay these in era, and we refund those uh, that are. But those are not really our uh, mistakes because we have no way really uh, without doing an audit, and we don't certainly not going to do that on everyone that sends in occupational fees, but um, <clears throat> we verify that these uh, need to be refunded, and we have these from time to time, and we get questions about them. Uh, <clears throat> the fourth resolution is to purchase two Chevrolet Tahoes. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Under state contract. These are for the fire department. Uh, I think we've all seen in the news where there, there could be a shortage of, of uh, vehicles because of chips and things, and so the, the um, uh, parts and, and, and especially electronics. So the, the fire department was uh, scheduled to get two Tahoes for in next year's budget, uh, and they, they passed these down, and I, I promise you they got a couple of vehicles that we really do need to get rid of. Um, so they had some of, uh, of this year's model on the lot available, and so we're going to go ahead and, and uh, buy those. We have the funds, and we're going to buy those uh, with the city council's approval uh, a few months ahead so we won't get caught up in the in the rush when the, everybody's budget's passed and uh, New Year starts in October. There'll be a mad rush to get what vehicles are available. And so we're, we're going to go ahead and... Uh, and uh, just get those in advance. Um, and then resolution number five is to purchase approve invoices with Motorola Solutions. <clears throat> Back, oh, it's probably been uh, t- almost 10 years ago, we went uh, with our radio uh, uh, service that we have with Motorola, and uh, it's a very, uh, it's very high-tech, it's, it's, um, um, state-of-the-art equipment, uh, 911 calls, and the uh, we use the radio systems throughout the system, uh, uh, throughout uh, the city. Uh, it's a complete system. Now, when police calls go out, not everybody can hear police calls. Um, fire calls, not everybody can hear fire calls, but um, for the for the particular, like Public Works has them and Environmental Services, but they're there for their own needs. Um, but then the supervisors or the directors would have a, a walkie-talkie so that we can communicate through all our departments in a uh, catastrophic situation or a storm situation, um, and it really helps with the communications. Well, o- over the years, as we've built that, there have been several bills that have come in at due at different times of the year, different uh, uh, different years, different terms, and we're trying to get all this uh Standardized. We're working with Motorola, and so uh, 
uh, like everything else that has to do with computerization and technology, it's uh, it's expensive, but it's uh, something that we need. There are frequencies that, that can't be scanned. You can't listen to them on a scanner, uh, that type thing. And so uh, we're... Uh, we're glad that uh, we we have the system, but we're just that's what we're trying to consolidate those those bills and get them in, uh, taken care of. And then uh, under ordinances, we have a couple of things. We have the uh, uh, amend the zoning ordinance and map and rezone 17.8 acres out on Birmingham Highway. It's the second reading. We had the public hearing at the last meeting. We had some adjoining landowners come and speak on that. Um, so that'll be up tonight for the uh, second reading and vote. And then the uh, second ordinance is to approve a quit claim deed to Armetta Johnson. Uh, she has some property that adjoins some, some property that we really don't uh, have any need for and uh, just been on the books for a long time. And uh, it's, it's, not, it's, a, it's of no value to the city, and we're going to... Uh, or the city council would consider uh, letting them have that with a quick claim uh, deed. And then uh, reappoint Tim uh, Asia to the Indian Pines Recreation Authority. Um, for those that don't know, Indian Pines, the public golf course out there, is owned jointly by the city of Auburn and Opelika for public uh, golf, and it's a very nice course. And we have it's it's governed by board, and we appoint people from both cities, and they do an outstanding job running that. Um, and so Tim uh, is up for reappointment, and uh, his new term would end in June on June the seventh of 2025. And then our character trait of the month is honesty, the quality of being fair and truthful, uh, quality of being mm -hmm. honest. So with that, that's a good one. That's all we've got for this. For this meeting, cool. unless somebody brings up something else, and uh, we are right in the middle of, of meeting with each department manager on the budget. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the time of year we, we look at uh, um, additional needs if, if we have them. Uh, Personnel-wise, uh, we talk about capital uh, outlay accounts. Uh, of course, we, we talked about the vehicles earlier where we always – have a, a fleet chart where we keep up with cars, and uh, we can actually tell you how many miles per gallon our cars get based on the gas they get at the pumps and the miles that are on the vehicle over over the years. And uh, we certainly keep up with the maintenance cost uh, as well as the age. And uh, we take all those factors in consideration uh, when we when we spend money on new vehicles. Uh, we, we have just a couple of the old Dodge Chargers left. Uh, our new Tahoes, our maintenance cost is much less than the Charger, and uh, we get better gas mileage on the Tahoes than we do the Chargers that we had. And so um, we, we feel like it's, uh, it's serving our needs for our, for our particular application. Uh, I see a lot of Chargers out on the road, but for our application, uh, that's, that's what's working best for us. And um, so that's that's why we have gone that way uh, on, on our most of our vehicles, especially our patrol vehicles. So um, sure. feel like we'll get a lot of good use out of those, and uh, uh, we look forward. The budget won't come till much later in the summer, but it is a work in process. Um, 
two sided. We got to project the revenues, and then we got to uh, figure out our spending. And uh, we'll have a balanced budget, and uh, we don't spend what we don't have. And uh, uh, that's that's the way I wish everybody did it. But uh, all I all we have control over is what we do. Right. And so uh, uh, that'll get us through the meeting tonight, and okay. uh, uh, hopefully. Uh, Hopefully we uh, be able to recognize all these folks tonight and get everybody uh, uh, participating. And uh, uh, normally don't have very big crowds at the city council meeting, but unless we have a big group to recognize. So we look forward to having everybody there tonight. Absolutely. Joey, thank you so much for your time. As always, we'll chat again in two weeks. Thank you. That's Joey Motley joining us this morning. Lindsay, good show? Good show. Let's do it again tomorrow. I think we should. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Have a fantastic day, everyone, and get back to work.